Welcome to the Initiate You podcast. This is a place where I want to take you along on my journey and inspire you to live your most powerful and aligned life. I'm Jo, a 5-1 emotional manifester, a certified therapist with a lot of experience in the mental health industry and now on a personal and professional journey to initiate spiritual growth and awareness on an individual and universal level. A unique blend of traditional psychology, spiritual teachings and human design is what I'm here to provide. I'm looking forward to share my inspiration, knowledge and experience with you. There's a purpose to your existence. Find it and live it. You're meant to shine. Hey there. I am so glad you pushed play on this new episode. It's the fourth one of my entire podcast adventure and I'm delighted that you are either still here or are new to it and I hope that you'll enjoy it and that my reflection resonates with you. We're at the end of the year. There's just a little teeny tiny tail left of 22 and I have come accustomed to reflect on the year that's almost passed and look ahead to the year to come. I like to give every year at the beginning of it a theme or a word to give a certain direction to my awareness and my willingness to embrace whatever the year gives me to experience. And at the end of 21, I felt that the theme for 22 needed to be surrender. I had spent a year in the theme of self-love and this had given me the basis of which I felt I was ready to surrender to whatever life would give me. Well, I clearly had no idea of what was coming. I thought that I had left things behind and I even had ceremoniously burned some items to emphasize closure on the night of New Year's Eve. I intended for these things to be left behind in 21 so that I could fully embrace the present moment, looking out to the future instead of feeling that the past still held me in its grip. It seemed, however, that with the burning of these items, all the energy that was held within it was released and came right to the surface within me. So instead of leaving it behind, it came back full force. Um, so I had been in survival mode for a very long time. And my life had been in ruins and I had survived that and had started to build again. And it seemed that now that I finally had found security and safety again, the foundation was finally there to allow everything to come to the surface, where during survival mode, I just didn't have the luxury to allow that. So I had suppressed it all this time and I hadn't found the space within me yet to grieve my divorce and the losses that had come with that. And now this fully slapped me in the face. I, I have had a short but intense relationship that had a traumatizing dynamic for me. 
And while that was going on, I could not make space for grieving my marriage ending. So when that relationship was over, not only did I have to grieve the loss that I had already suffered, but also dealing with the traumas left by the other relationship. And this just exploded within me with this giant eruption of grief. And I tried to manage these feelings and traumas while still working as a therapist. But when I got sick and I got COVID and couldn't work and um, had time to rest while getting better, it fully emerged and knocked me out completely, which led to me not being able to get, uh, to get back to work and losing my job. So this was another loss that I had to grieve. Um, but also, in a sense, it was sort of a relief because this freed me of any obligation I had and um, I could fully focus on healing, um, which I kind of resisted at first because losing my job triggered all these fears in me that I would lose my apartment and I just moved in there with my kids uh, in the summer of 21 and had decided that this was going to be my sanctuary of healing and I was utterly scared of losing that too because I couldn't afford it anymore and uh, ending up on the streets not being able to care for my children and losing them too. So this total fear-driven mind uh, pushed me to immediately act on this job loss by forcing myself to create a business. And this was actually something that I wanted to do for a long time, but it was so daunting for me to do this while I was still working. So. When the job was gone, I felt like, well, now I have to, and maybe this pressure is just what I need to finally gather the courage to do it. And, um, well, it sort of did, but I just had to recover first because there was nothing in me at that point to get some sort of flow going. Because even though I can totally accomplish things under pressure, I cannot put pressure on creativity. This needs flow and flow needs ease. So, well, I can tell you that my life at this point did not have ease to it at all. So I decided that first I needed this ease and this meant that I had to surrender to what was going on and surrender to the fact that living under these circumstances that I had in the last couple of years had left me entirely depleted of everything. So, and I just couldn't do anything anymore. I felt I didn't want people around, did not want to interact, not have deep emotional conversations about other people's struggles because my own life was already enough to keep everything 
every fiber of my being busy, there's there just wasn't any space for anybody else. And in the tiny amount of space that, that, that was there, I wanted to give that to my kids because they're my kids and they're actually they actually cannot survive without me. And everybody else, big people, they can do it. They don't really need my support. And I know that when I interact with people, um, especially when I'm in their aura or we're interacting directly, they get my all. Whether I'm filled and energetic or utterly spent and tired, it always flows. Because with this defined throat of mine, for those of you that know a bit of human design, um, I can always talk. And I can always talk about emotions. And I can always make space for that whenever I interact with people. So... If I wanted to not spend this energy now and rest, I needed to stay out of contact with people because otherwise I lose myself in the moment and in the emotion of that moment and in the other person because I love people and I'm so interested in their authentic beings and everything. So I decided to retreat in solitude and only have my kids around and... um decided to just not be available and make very little exceptions for people that did have some access to me. And, um, well, setting boundaries had always been a challenge for me and I really, really, really sucked at that. But I decided after the extreme people-pleasing that I had done in my last relationship and also with the knowledge that human design had given on my personal design that I could not permit myself any longer to not have them. Um, so I needed to create fucking radical boundaries for myself and my family and this scared the shit out of me because... I was so afraid that people just wouldn't like me anymore when I decided to not be available anymore to them or to their wishes or to their needs. Because this um, I'm always there to support and listen thing that I do had become my entire identity. I uh, sort of became everyone's free therapist and I did not want to do that anymore. So there I was. Um... Yeah, retreated in solitude with nothing that I had to do really but rest and heal. And um, my kids only being around for half the time, so the other half is just my time. Um, and well, yeah, like I said, I, I tried to create business right away, um, but I gave that up for the time being. And um, I had studied human design for a while and I decided to surrender to that and to surrender to this experiment and to deconditioning so I could re-emerge as this manifestor thing that I apparently was supposed to be. And 
this gave a whole new set of things to surrender to and it gave so much clarity on everything that I have ever experienced in every area of my life and everything made complete sense and in a way I had always known these things or desired them or had the ambition to be ki- to become that but I was just too afraid to and I was scared to own up to this big bold confident energy that I felt was within me and um, it had always been there but I just didn't dare express it out of fear to be perceived as overconfident, arrogant, know-it-all, proud, too much, too loud, too confronting, too loving, too boundaried, too whatever. So I became little. I became little adaptable Joe ever since I was actually a little girl. And I could see all these points in my life where I had played small, where I hadn't spoken my mind and instead adapted to what I thought was the way to get accepted by people. And, well, these were people that were sort of distant from me, but also people that were really close. And I, I had grown to show pieces of the authentic me with certain people or at my job, but this still was just a tip of the iceberg because also with them, I felt like, When I fully show myself, they will resent me and will be repelled by my presence and will hate me for it. And while I was in this solitary retreat human design experiment thing that I had granted myself, I more and more became consciously aware that I never really showed the true authentic authentic me, which is such a shame for both me and the people in my life because I owe them and myself to show up as the person that I really am. Um, and one of my core values in life is authenticity. I want to connect to authentic people and I want to be authentic and I want to enhance authenticness in the world. Um, But because of the way that I had been conditioned to fear rejection of my being, I had suppressed this authenticity in me like forever. And I knew that the only way to fully become who I am was to radically commit to myself and this human design experiment And let all other things flow from there. And this is what I have been doing ever since. And it started with me honoring the deep rest cycle that uh, my burnout had thrown upon me. Um, I spent weeks watching Netflix, (laughs) listening to podcasts, eating carbs and knitting sweaters. (laughs) And I loved it. And below that, I was contemplating everything I learned 
talking about it with the few people that I saw and just be at the bottom of my energy. And after a while, this shifted to me having a little more energy and that gradually became enough to become creative again. And at some point, I realized that the only thing left that was keeping me from actually get up and create the life that I wanted and the business I desired was fear. The energy was there, the inspiration and clarity were there, and it was only fear of rejection of me as a person and my creation that was keeping me stuck. So when in my last podcast I spoke about embracing your stuckness as the platform to leap off from, This is what I'm talking about. Like my experience with rejection and fear um, was what what was what was keeping me stuck. It was keeping me small and it kept me from taking ownership over the life that I wanted to create for me and my kids. And it kept me stuck in the fear of failure. And it's beautiful because rejection and the fear thereof gives me this rigid platform enabling my leap for growth. And so I try to visualize like I can feel the firmness underneath my feet. And I look at the distance I want to jump over. And it's not entirely clear where I will go. And I walk a little backwards. I take a run. Put down my feet and leap. And we have lift off. And I'm doing it. At the end of this year. 2022. The year of surrender. In numerology, this is my year two. 2022 is my year two. Um, My personal year two, which is slow paced about inner peace, harmony, uh, balance between yourself and the outside world. And 2023 will be my personal year three. And a year three is about energy, fun, adventure, communication, reaping what you've sown. And after the slow and steady movement of the year two, the three is really a time to come alive. And here I am, ready to leave 2022 behind me. I look back on it with great pleasure and appreciation. It's been a ride. It's been a tough ride, but so, so valuable. There is so much beauty and grace in troubled times, in the roughness of life. And this year I haven't survived. I have fully lived. I have fully felt all the feelings. I have looked everything in the eye 
and I have not, not one single regret of the way that I have done this. I have committed to myself, to my journey, and to everything along the road that I chose to be committed to. And I have loved every freaking minute of it. I look forward to the year to come. And to you all, I wish beautiful remaining days in 22. I'd like to encourage you to go about them with purpose and awareness. Contemplate on what this year has brought you and how you wish to take this along to 23. I will be doing this and I will be contemplating on what my word or theme for 23 will be and as soon as I'll know (laughs) I'll let you know Um, and for now Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year Thank you so much for joining me on the initiate you podcast today i hope you've enjoyed listening and would love for you to follow me on instagram share about this episode and tag me at joe underscore initiate you i hope you'll tune in next time for another episode until then keep shining